Hello, this is PSA with CBU PRSSA, a podcast for PR enthusiasts. My name is Sophia and I am CBU PRSSA's creative director and I'm joined with Carrie Collins and we're here to talk about all things PR. Today, Carrie is going to talk about what she does and all things government PR. Hello, Carrie. Hi, how's it going? Going good. Good. I'm excited to be here. And we never had a podcast when, well, we talked about it, but we never had a podcast on our, in our year. And we like, I'm so happy you guys have it. I think it's amazing. Yes. I should preference, preference that Carrie's the past CBU to say president. Yes. So I, very fun. yeah, I did it. Oh, I can't COVID messed up all my time. <laughs> I did it 20, 2018 to 2019. So my junior year, I was president yeah. and then senior year past president. Very exciting. Um, so do you want to start off saying kind of like what you do, your industry, position, yeah. all the things? Yeah. So I am currently a, I like to say I have two titles, digital marketing specialist and web designer um, for a small PR firm that works with public safety, law firms, and government agencies called Talk Public Relations. And then we also have a sister company called Law Enforcement Social, where we um, teach social media to police departments and agencies across the state about how to use social media and how to connect with your community and engage with your community through it. Um, my main job is definitely web designing though. And I've been with that company for two years in September. That's so fun. Yeah. It's a good time. What's your favorite thing about working for a smaller firm and in like the more general sense, government PR? I would say, well, for a smaller firm, I think I feel more valued than going to a large firm. I, there's definitely pros and cons to both. But for me, like at work today, we had a full office. A lot of people are remote, but can come in just not even because of COVID, but just in general. And today we had a full office and it was so much fun just getting to hang out with everyone. Like I, I don't feel like I'm at work when I am at work. Um, we just get to goof off, but we also get work done. So that's really nice. And I feel like I have my hands in more things, which if you guys were at the event, that you guys had for PR week. Um, I mentioned that um, you get to do a lot more things than you would if you were at a larger firm, which is great. Um, What are some of the challenges of working in government PR and what helps you overcome those challenges? For me specifically, I would say some of the challenges is just the lack of experience in government and public safety. So for example, my boss, Tamron Olden, she worked at a police department and city for the last 17 years. So she has immense experience with this. But for me, I'm coming in and I've been obsessed with the crime shows my whole life. But newsflash, that is not always a reality. Um, CBS doesn't always do it right. So um, going in and trying to figure out the lingo and the, the codes and just how they talk and what's okay and what's not okay. It's that's definitely a big challenge. And then having additional sensitivities, PR, we have to make sure that you're um, doing things in such a way that relates to your audience or is perceived well. And there's a lot more sensitivities in government and there's things that you can and can't do on social media. It's not necessarily a free for all. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's probably one of the biggest things, but overcoming it, I would say just, it really is a learning experience and being able to work um, under someone who has that experience and work at a firm rather than an in-house at a department or at an agency, you're able to have more collaboration and more, um, is it like, I can 
give my boss a deliverable and see if it looks good under her eyes versus if I'm going in brand new right out of college to an agency and I don't have that, there's more risk there. So it's nice to have people around you that understand the audience a little bit more and can collaborate and proofread. How would you say your perspectives changed from when you started versus now on like public relations and agencies and like the whole process? Like, is it what you thought it would be? No, it's not. I, when I started right before I graduated, I really wanted to go into um, entertainment and fashion. I thought I was going to be some publicist in LA or New York. I love fashion and entertainment PR, but when COVID hit, Thank, go- thank goodness I didn't do that because I probably would have lost my job instantly. And I, when I was a senior, I was applying to all these different internships and I didn't get any or I didn't get callbacks. Like, I feel like they should say, no, you didn't get it. Yeah. They just, they ghost you. And Dr. Brody sent me this email and it was an internship for the Riverside DA's office. And I applied and I got it. And then that's where I met my boss, Tamron. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really want to do it because I thought it sounded really boring, but I actually really enjoy it because I can still take, I love being creative on web design or um, even like our company marketing is really fun for me because it can be more lifestyle content versus strict government graphics, um, police photos, whatever it may be. But I I feel like there is more freedom in it and there's more um, stability in government PR than there would be in fashion or entertainment. And it's a less busy industry. So it's nice to, I don't know know how to say this. It's It's like you get to focus on projects for longer mm -hmm. and like actually get to like invest in them Yeah. versus like one new project a week where you're just like throwing out. Yeah. And I like the relationships we've built with clients. Mm -hmm. So we have retainers that will last forever because we just have good rapport with clients. And I feel like it's less prissy or I don't know the word for it, but entertainment and fashion like LA. Yeah. There's so much like politics in a way that goes into that. Very. And I feel like it's nice to, for again, even going back to the smaller firm, I get to work with people that like value the same things I do. And there's a great deal of diversity in that. Not everyone believes the same things or thinks the same things. Mm-hmm. But for my firm specifically, we get to work with people who are very similar to us um, and have the same ethics, which in PR, that can be hard to find because a lot of times PR is very much um, bend the rules, just get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not always, it comes back to bite you. People can see through it. Yeah. That's not like a sustainable goal or mission or no, because it doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, Absolutely. Another one of the questions we had, which kind of relates to um, graduation and applying for jobs and things, but what advice would you give to public relations students who still don't have a clear idea on what they want to do after graduation? I would say if you are still in college, so you guys still have a semester left, I would start becoming like a freelancer, which seems really hard, but it's really not. Even if you can get a Wix site or a WordPress site up, just a basic portfolio, go on sites like Fiverr and offer your services to people, whether you're really good at web design or just doing social media content, press releases, whatever it is. And then maybe you can find people in different industries that you work for um, and give content to and see what you like. Another idea is 
the internships. I wouldn't know I liked government PR if I didn't do an internship. And the bummer thing about internships is that they can be free, but I think it's really valuable and being patient and knowing that you're going to start at the bottom of the barrel and you just have to like work your way up. Um, but if there's something that you already like doing already, if you find yourself, um, if you're involved in PR society and you find yourself wanting to spend your extra time creating content, or if you love your own social media, I would say that's a great way to, um, kind of get the idea that that's probably something you'd want to do as your career. So I, I just love being able to do what I would do on my off time as my career. Like I go home from work and I'm like, I'm, I'm bored. I'm going to like go make a website or work on this website that I'm working on. And I think that's a good indicator of, okay, I like doing social media. What industry do I want to do it for? Do I want to do it for restaurants or do I want to do it for personality or fashion? I would just say whatever you like outside of school, try to work in that because you won't feel like you'll work a day in your life, truly. Yeah, you definitely want a job that's fulfilling and not draining. Yeah. Because, again, like, that's not sustainable, and you're going to get tired of yeah. that so quickly and feel that burnout. And then your your, your quality of work goes and you don't feel creatively fulfilled in the Absolutely. Same way. Yeah, and I would say another thing is when I graduated, which was only a year and a half ago, and I still feel this way. You feel so old and like, okay, I'm done with college. Like I'm in the workforce. Like I need to be rich and I need to do all these things. And you feel like you instantly jump into adulthood, but you're still so young and there's so much life to live. And if you don't like something, you can leave. Like just say no. Yeah. There's no, obviously do it in a professional way, but it's not worth staying somewhere that you're going to be miserable in. And especially at an entry level PR job, like they don't always pay the best. I love, you got to love it, I think. Um, but I would, it's just not worth it to stay somewhere where you don't feel valued or you're like, I actually don't like this industry. I'm going to switch it up. And mm -hmm. I think that's completely fine. That's what I've been like realizing now. Cause I'm doing the job hunt cause I'm graduating in December. So I'm trying to find a job, but at the same time, I'm like, I do like, these aren't my ideal jobs, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I just need a job mm -hmm. and I don't have to stay there yeah. for years. I can work this job for a few months yeah. get experience, like learn the industry, grow my skill set, and then I can move on. Yeah. But like sometimes it takes having to do those jobs you don't want to do to one, learn that you don't want to do them, but to also use it as a stepping stool so that you can go to the next place after. Yeah. And I would also say too, with PR, it's really easy to be your own boss. Um, my boss, for example, did her full-time job and then started working at law enforcement social as on the side and started doing marketing on the side. I saw something yesterday on Instagram it was nine to five can pay your bills. And then six to 10 is your side hustle and like mm -hmm. make, build your castle or whatever, some cheesy quote. <laughs> um, but it's true and it can be exhausting, but if you, okay, I'm going to do this job for six to six months to a year. I don't love it, but it gives me money to save and it pays my bills mm -hmm. after work. I'm going to figure out what I really love to do. And I'm going to build up my portfolio. And I would also say, something to consider for finding a job is if you go to a church or your friend has a business or your family owns a business, um, or you just are already in contact or friends with people that may need PR, like everyone needs PR. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to just ask people. And then if you're starting out and you want to freelance do work for really, really cheap, or even like pro bono, and get the experience and just build up your portfolio and then you can start charging people. There is beauty in like so much excitement and working for yourself. There's obviously cons to it. Um, but there is a lot of freedom in that and you can choose 
the clients you work for and your pay, and then you don't have to be tied down to a corporate job. It's a great way to practice pitching yourself too. Absolutely. Like if you can convince people that they need PR and that in turn they need to hire you for your services, you'll have no trouble, you know, getting the next job or a promotion mm-hmm. or things like that. If you can convince people that like they need your skills. Yeah. And I, I always say fake it till you make it too. Um, I, that's what I did for so long when I started working with Tamron. I did social media and then she wanted me to do websites and blogs and I can write, but I don't love it. Like mm-hmm. I hate press releases. I yeah. will do anything but a press release. <laughs> I've never understood it. I feel like even in the classes that CBU teaches, I still didn't understand it and just don't get how people write them. And with web design, I taught myself everything and it's good to have someone to take um, a look at your work. But the nice thing with web design is nothing's really permanent. You can go in and edit. Yeah. And I would just fake it till you make it. Honestly, practice off the clock, write press releases for things that aren't even real. Um, go into Canva and constantly practice social media. Uh, and just even if it's for your own stuff, I feel like practice just makes perfect and convince people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did with um, graphic design. Yeah. Someone showed me how to do like two things and I was like, all right, let's roll with it. And I just practiced and everything I didn't know how to do, I Googled it and I looked up a video. So I was like only learning skills as I needed them in a way. But then it now I love it. I do graphic design more than I write Yeah, for the banner and for everything, social media content. Like it's my favorite thing is content creation. Oh, it's And so if fun. I hadn't taught myself graphic design or taken that step to ask someone to show me how to do it, I wouldn't have found that skill or passion. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd also say, do you use like Adobe products? Yeah, I can still do. I like Canva, but I also like Adobe for different things. Canva is definitely easier, but I think sometimes it doesn't push your creativity with Canva because everything is edible. Edible? Yeah, (laughs) you can edit everything and you can you can just use templates. So mm-hmm. with Illustrator, you're really starting from scratch mm-hmm. and it really pushes your creativity. So I would say while Canva's good, push yourself Absolutely. to learn Illustrator and InDesign. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, when it comes to the job force, so I use Canva on every single thing. I do think that I like, what I like to do is I take templates and then I try to really brand them for our agency and then I also will get inspired by something and recreate it I Mm -hmm. think the more you use it if I wanted to teach myself illustrator I could and I did it in class here but it just overwhelms me like I'll so like what I would do for content creation is I use Canva more as a tool so maybe I'll go look at all their templates and I'm like oh I really like that idea or this idea and I'll pull from different things and I use the best way to teach yourself illustrator in my opinion is just practice recreating stuff Look at an image and go, okay, how do I make that? Mm-hmm. And it's most of the time it's just shapes. Like it's yeah. it's either drawing a shape or doing it by points. Yeah. And it's just text and download fun fonts. Just try to recreate things. But you can find inspiration from Canva. But then, like you said, brand it to make it look like it's not just from Canva. Like it actually is your voice. Yeah. And yeah, I completely agree. And I think um, – like for us, our clients, I don't want to say they're dumb. They're not dumb. No <laughs> one's dumb, but like a lot of people just don't get PR and marketing. So yeah. we can do like a Canva graphic and they think it's the best thing in the whole entire yeah. world. So I would definitely use, take 
even if you feel feel silly or like a fake for using Canva, sometimes I'm like I feel like a fake I'm using Canva. Yeah. But really, they do have such great templates and they're growing so much. I feel like they're way less basic than they used to be. Mm-hmm. And then if you love it, push yourself to do Adobe. But one thing that what was I going to say? It was about something. Shoot. I don't remember. I can say something if yeah, you think. Go for but it. I was doing an internship last semester and I would go just so hard on all of these posts. And mm-hmm. I like worked so hard on creating these things. And I got to a point where I was like, I could, I'm spending, but it was an unpaid internship. So I was like, I'm spending so much time and energy making things, but I'm not like they're not paying me for my skills and time. Yeah. So why am I? And I mean, it's a balance because obviously you want to do a good job, but also like don't push yourself so hard to a point where like you're not actually. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't do good in a way that like your intern supervisor, whoever's like proud of you and you're you're giving them value. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they get a lot of free value out of interns. Yeah. And do enough that you can also add it to your resume, but you're not getting paid. So yeah, you don't, don't burn yourself out. Go, no, don't burn yourself yeah. out. And that's like what I did. And I was like, I'm not getting paid for this. And it's not even my favorite thing. Why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I still don't remember. What I was that's okay. Say. We can ask. I'll ask another question. Um, this is a fun one. What motivates you to wake up and do your job every day? Uh, I would say... So I'm an Enneagram one, no, Enneagram three, wing two. Okay. So this is a, there's always pros and cons to all of them, but something that I really feel valuable from is words of affirmation Mm -hmm. or just approval from my boss. So her and I are really, really close Mm -hmm. and I'm the type of person, like she'll text with periods and I'm very like, I'm like, I use exclamation (laughs) points when she's mad at me. She hates me. Like, oh my gosh. (laughs) But whenever she says I'm doing a great job or I get great feedback, that's definitely motivating. And I think. I always look back like even a year or two ago or in high school, I was always so worried about where I would be now because I wanted to, I just have always had very high aspirations for myself and goals. And I just, I used to want to be like Hannah Montana. So if that gives you any idea of how high I thought I was going to live my life. (laughs) Um, But I think that I just look at my younger self and like, okay, I'd be so proud of myself right now. Or truthfully, I'm doing way better than I, uh, thought I was going to be doing at 23 and I worked through a pandemic and I think just loving what I do and constantly like I try to compete with myself especially being one of the main digital marketing specialists and web designers in my office I want to always do better and better Mm -hmm. and I follow people who do similar things as me and I don't really use it as I want to do better than them I just want to be able to better myself and I think just loving your job and not not working for the money, but also getting paid well is pretty motivating. And like being able to save for future goals and know that if I don't, I, in my job, sorry, I'm right now I'm a 1099, which means that I am self-employed. And if I don't work, I don't get paid. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm like, well, I gotta, I gotta keep working. Otherwise I'm going to have to like, not, I won't be able to pay my rent. So I think there's like multiple things that motivate me, but I definitely say like, living for my past self in a way that's like that little girl's really proud of me, but then also living for all the future goals I want to have and dreams I want to do. And I don't know. I just, I love what I do. It doesn't ever feel like I'm working and I Mm -hmm. love my team. And I think when you get to go to work and you love who you're around, that's motivating in itself and you want to be inspired and inspire the people around you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely good to have a job where it's not 
like it's not your whole life but Mm -hmm. you're also not feeling drained from it yeah you know like we don't we don't live to work we just work to live yeah and I always try to like think about that I'm like okay work is not everything absolutely but at the same time you do want it to you want to feel value from it because you do spend 40 hours a week doing it yeah, I'm realizing you really do spend more time at work than you do with your family. <laughs> yeah. So you better love the people you work with. And I think, too, like, being picky, I think our generation gets a bad rep of, like, people think that we feel entitled, which definitely there's mm-hmm. people out there that are like, like everyone I, wants their dream job. Yeah, like and they may deserve yeah. it when they're 21 and just graduated college with no experience. But I would say be picky and know that you're going to be at this office probably more than you are at your own home. So – Take the chance to, when you're in your interview, interview your boss almost or whoever's interviewing you. Ask, like, what's the culture like here? What's the work-life balance? Because there are some people who work you dry and only pay you for 40 hours a week and ask you to work 50, 60, and that's not worth it. And there's so much work out there. There's enough work for everybody. And that's when it comes to the point in the PR world, it's like you could work for yourself. And so I'm blessed in the way that I can work from home if I want to. I love going to my office, but find someone that, lets you or trusts you to have that work-life balance and if they don't have it it's a good sign that they aren't going to let you have it either I think you have to look at your boss as kind of like whatever they're doing in their life is probably how the company's going to be running what they're going to expect you to do that's awesome yeah uh I think that's a good note to end on too. yeah absolutely is there anything else you want to add or say or sign off with I would say if you're listening to this and you aren't a part of PRSSA, definitely join. (laughs) Please join. (laughs) No, please join for all of us. Um, No, it's such a great organization. And I always say this too, not not to have this come off as bad, but CBU, I think the academics are amazing, but it's the networking and the friendships and relationships that got me to where I am today Mm -hmm. and continue to um, push me. So like, really, really take advantage of all of that. Don't always, of course you want good grades and everything, but really take advantage of the the networking opportunities and the clubs and the relationships with professors, because I taught myself everything I'm doing today. Classes didn't, but it's like being around Dr. Brody and Dr. Pearson and being around the people in PRSSA, that was more inspiring and more, um, I learned more just from those conversations in mentors than I did in a classroom. So definitely take advantage of the people around you. Don't focus all the time on just the small assignments. Yeah, the years go by really fast. Absolutely. And then you get to a point where you're like, oh my gosh. I miss college. <laughs> definitely like I miss Chick-fil-A. I miss free, free, quote unquote, free food and yeah. everything. Definitely hang out and take advantage of every, every t- time you're with your people because I don't know, it goes by really fast. It does. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. Thank you.